What is up, you guys, and welcome back to Sport Champs, Street Champs' most exclusive and new podcast. Got my man Dave here to my right, got my man Winston here to my left, and we're here to talk about the sports that we always love talking about right here and with you guys, okay? How you guys doing? Good. Good. Doing good. Just got done with a fire interview with Red Sage. Just got that done with uh, my man Derek, Amber Rose Derek over there. Mm -hmm. Loving it. Loving the new hair, dude. If you guys haven't checked out that last uh, Street Champs show episode, you guys should check that out. Check that out. We got a bald Derek now, looking like Amber Rose. I'm loving it. I'm loving it, man. Uh, We got a quick episode this time around, guys. We got a quick one. We're going to kind of blast through all this stuff. Um, No UFC this weekend. No UFC. Mm, Sad. We got Bellator happening right now as we're recording. Yep. Uh, You got that that up, right? Yeah, Yoel Romero is getting ready as we speak shit bro you might want to put that up or over here or something dude or at least tell me what's happening man so if you guys hear an impromptu yell for me it'll be me live uh, reacting i'll try to withhold my reaction though so yeah i definitely professionalism (laughs) i hate you for not setting it up for us but it's okay it's okay so uh yeah i mean we got some sports news to get on we got our, our parlay to make and that's really it. We'll talk about fantasy football, more NFL stuff. We'll talk about all the games. Should we start with that football, maybe, or what, what should we start with? What are you guys thinking? That let's start with let's no. Let's start with your uh, boxing news. We okay. got some big boxing news from the top. Right, let me pull it up. So I'm very forgive me. I'm very out of the loop when it comes to boxing because the the multitude of champions that they have with the many different weight classes. But mm. so I'm unaware of this guy beforehand because again, boxing's marketing is not as established as like a UFC. But unified junior lightweight champion Shakur Stevenson failed to make weight on Thursday, and he is stripped of his two 130-pound titles. So I watched um, a thing where he originally weighed in, and he weighed at like 131.6. So he had like an hour and some change to try to lose that 1.6 pounds. Couldn't pull it off. Mm. Tough. So you're right there. Tough, dude. Tough. I mean, can't make weight. Can't make weight, dude. I mean, in Hamza Chamaev's shoes, yeah. don't matter, but you got to make weight, man. That's like, I mean, it's an agreement, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it is wait. what it is. The championship is defined at a weight class, and when you didn't make it, you voided your attempt at the contract. That sucks, but he'll probably get back up there, because I've, I've heard of Shakur Stevenson, right? That's his name, right? Yeah. Shakur Stevenson. So he didn't, like, I mean, this is unfortunate, but this is, I guess, in the longevity of things, this is better than losing about outright but like if you think about it a promoter is gonna like every promoter for his next couple fights is gonna barter with him now because like hey you didn't make weight how can we like that was probably the best paycheck he was ever signed up for because he's just getting like he's growing in popularity he's kind of like a snowball as it rolls downhill and this is going to be the big speed bump that everyone's going to refer to how he um, navigates this moving forward is going to say a lot about his career i'm not really aware of his resume because i haven't paid attention to that weight class but it's again boxing has three different like there's the wbo the wbc and then i think there's one other one so like there there's mult there's not just ufc you know what i mean these boxers they box in different organizations they do one bout agreements so the champions it's hard to keep up with you know what i mean mm. and yeah. then when you find out about certain champions everyone knows the canelos everyone remembers the manny pacquiao's like those dudes hold if i'm not mistaken like four or five belts each because they go up and down in their weight so this dude's relatively I don't want to say new, but 
I mean, he is undefeated at 18 and 0. Sounds about right. This is going to be his 19th fight. Um, yeah, I haven't heard. I, I've heard of his name before. He was in the Olympics in 2016 um, in Brazil. How old is he? Um, he won a silver medal in those Olympics. He is. He's got to be young. 1997. Yeah, so he's three years. Yeah, no, three years. 25? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I'm all thinking I'm 26. (laughs) (laughs) I did it off my age. (laughs) But yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, his World Series boxing record is 2-0. Yeah, this is tough. And then, like, it's not necessarily the same phenomena, but an adjacent topic. Like, we just spoke on a few weeks ago how Adrian Broner pulled out of his fight, like, last minute for citing mental health issues. Like, unfortunately, when it comes to, like, the fight business, um, these things happen, you know? Yeah. Some sports don't have that barrier to entry where you have to, like, like, football teams have to make the same number of, like, players on each side of the field. Basketball, same thing. But they don't have, like, it's not a 1v1 sport where the outcome involves people getting hurt, you know? Not to say that people don't get hurt in other sports. So, I get why the weight class thing matters. They're never, ever going to do away with that. It's just unfortunate that, like, about was a victim of the rules. But you signed up for it, you know what you were doing. Mm. Like, there's no one to blame in that scenario but yourself. It is what it is. Like, I'm sure he was, like, struggling with some... Like, maybe he had an illness. Mm. I'm sure boxing, like, they don't really report on that. Right. Transparency in boxing is not what it it is in, like, MMA. True. Winston, what do you think? Um, I don't know. I think think he's pretty good. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) A man of few words. I love it. Uh, all right, what else we got? I know you guys got some big basketball news. I think that's our only basketball news we have, too, right? Yeah, so the Celtics coach. You were just are, waiting. He was waiting. He was in the wings waiting I, to talk about this. He said we're going to talk about it. So. Yes, drop it, bro. Drop so, this shit. You guys have probably heard about it, but the Celtics coach, um, a legend. And this is more is going to come out when you guys watch this probably than what we have right now. But um, he had sex with two coworkers, female coworkers. That work for the Celtics. That right? works for work for the Celtics. Well, wives of people work working in the Celtics. One, one was a wives. Wife. One was a wife, and the other one was an employee. This dude's just doing it. Huh? Yeah, he's and just so he's just slanging. Yo, he's just giving them the can. So he's been suspended for the whole season, this whole next season, uh, for the Celtics. Um, and it's starting to come out that it wasn't consensual. It's what? So it's he alleged. Wait, you raped him? Well, we don't know. It wasn't consensual. Yeah, so, you know, what is, like... Yeah, right? it, what does that mean? So, okay. allegedly, it was consensual beforehand, and then it turned into non-consensual. I don't know how that works. This is just, you know, this is what we are we know right now. I see. This and is what's so, speculated and what's came to yeah. mainstream news. Gotcha. Not even what we know, I guess, but, like, what we know of that could be happening. Mm-hmm. So, it's fucking crazy, dude. Fucking... I was, like... I don't think it's that big of a deal to fire him, but now that it's not consensual, I'm like, whoa. So I don't want to like, I, I wouldn't want to belittle the claim that it wasn't consensual, but in my opinion, if you're like the, like that, that female that is being exposed in all of this or assume, assumedly exposed um, to like her husband, like she had an affair, that's going to look really bad <clears throat> and a way to attempt to save face. Again, I have no idea. I'm not a witness. I have no idea what happened there. But if you got to imagine where they're coming from, like their marriage is now on the hot seat because they had the affair in a way to try to like belittle what you did is to insinuate that like, oh, I, like I wasn't really like you. W- I don't think that they're insinuating that it was like an, a sexual assault type phenomenon, like a Deshaun Watson thing. I think yeah. what it was is that he was more interested than she was. 
they probably had like a weak moment and then he wanted to expand upon that and she didn't and that's the part that didn't consent but as far as like the relations it turned into harassment that's yeah that's what they're insinuating i don't think that there was like forced sexual relations with these women i think Mm -hmm. that there was i need to pull up this dude what's his name ime udoka it's like ima i think yeah and the celtics i mean i don't want to get away from that and onto sports but the celtics were looking pretty good like they NBA just finals. The NBA finals and then they improved their roster in my opinion mm-hmm. and so like they were looking like they're going to go to the finals again Udelk is a big part of that you think uh, they can make it without him I think he's a pretty him? good coach I mean they went from Brad Stevens to this guy and they went to the NBA finals Oh man so and as a fan you got to feel like you don't want to lose this coach but it, like the if you're a front office member which is what like Twitter and like the Twitter sphere is trying to hypothesize they're saying that like if you are the front office person who has way higher pole than any coach could ever have with the team, you're going to get rid of this guy, especially if it was your wife. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we – the like, when the smoke settles, we'll see how severe it was because it was, like, he got with, like, a head athletic, like, departments lady. Okay. Like, that doesn't make it any less okay or more okay, but that would be a lot different if he got with, like – the team treasurer's wife. Assuming Hold on, that, though. Assuming that's a like, Tell me a what my man's is always lined up. Look at this lineup. Bro, he's perfect, fresh. Perfect, yeah, perfect, he's perfect, perfect. I've never seen a better lined-up coach. Dude is lined up with, yeah. the, with the haircut. He's a good-looking dude. He's out no, of here, bro. Bro, it, it makes sense. That, that he, lineup is... It makes sense. Who is he, his barber? Another oh, thing... his wife is right here. This is his wife. Another thing is the NBA has... <laughs> I feel um, bad, so bro. He She's cheated pissed. On, yeah, yeah, he cheated yeah. on his wife, bro. I'm pretty sure they have... um. Uh, morality clauses for NBA affiliates. And, and really? he violated that, and that's yeah. why he's suspended. Like, you can't have so an affair. how many games? What's the suspension looking like? The whole, whole season. The whole season. He's gone. And it the might whole be season. the next season. They might even extend it to but if they So is he getting fired? We don't. That's, that's a lot. That's I mean, why, why would we? So he fucked with the front office's wife, someone in the front office. We don't oh, know. Allegedly. Fuck. And that's allegedly. And so that's your boss. Like, head coach is on the bottom of the front office, <gasps> if you don't know that. Um, and so. Damn, he hit Steve's wife, man. Uh, I mean, we don't know. We'll find out more. This is all we know He right hit now. Bruce's wife, man. But yeah. the thing is, like, Matt Barnes, former NBA player, former NBA champion, he's alleged that. Um, that what we what is made aware is not a, any capacity to what the truth is or what the alleged truth is because you got to imagine there's what like inside sources have sold to media outlets is what we know mm-hmm. and what is actually known amongst people who are closer to that circle is going to be a lot more specific yeah so according to matt barnes it's not like what we know is a very very vanilla version of what's going on yeah, right? and that's oh, yeah. why i was so like this is what we know right now because it's going to change so much has come out in oh, the last shit. 12 hours like yeah from going to bed last night to waking up a lot of details have really yeah yeah so it's moving very this is yikes very serious i mean like not just for sports but just in general like yikes i think we all mutually agree we hope that nothing like nefarious is going on and that like no one wishes him to lose his job unless he's if he's unwillingly harassing these people then yeah you're gonna you made your bed you gotta lie in it but i i personally don't want him to lose his job i mean but the politics the politics like he already nailed his coffin man he's gone like it's done probably like again i what can i say i have no affiliation to the boston celtics or anything like that you love the boston celtics (laughs) you told me off of camera that you are in love with them Fuck Boston. Yeah, they, <laughs> oh, my God. They, they, do, they do scream I'm racism. I'm sorry, everybody from Boston? No, they, they ignore, him. Scream ignore him. They I scream racism? Yeah. 
Boston is known as like the most racist sports city. Like in when, okay, let's touch on that. Like in like players, all sports, when players go to Boston, they like get called the N word. Like oh really? Typically, yes. oh shit, I didn't know that. It's like known for that. Yeah, Dave loves the Boston. He's gone to multiple <laughs> games, right? <laughs> I hate. Don't you have season tickets? <laughs> yeah, 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 seasons, dude. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Damn, that's uh, crazy. Though. That's that's some crazy news to come out. Yeah, no. So it's crazy. I, you know, I fucked with the Celtics. I mean, I don't know. I can't. I don't know if. I oh, can so you're the Celtics fan? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah no, this but. guy, dude. That that gives me an idea. Someone for Halloween needs to be Udoka, and then the other person needs to be fucking Urban Meyer. Mm, I don't know. We need to find out what's happening with this Odoka guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this dude, Halloween. He might have the freshest hairline in the biz. Dude's creepy. Okay, yeah. dude's, dude's creepy. As of right now. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, this That's is crazy. Right. Wow, wild news. But wild I, news. I think we like. This is what I thought of when. This is a comparison of what the NFL feels like and what the NBA feels like. Like he's getting suspended for a season. And Deshaun Watson has sexually assaulted multiple women mm-hmm. and is getting 12 Dozens. games. 11. Dozens. 11. Almost a dozen. I thought it was 24 or whatever. But. Dozens. No, they moved, they moved Deshaun's to 11 because the week he comes back is against the Texans. Oh, 11 games. Oh, okay. but yeah, yeah, 12 weeks. Okay. I was saying Sorry. dozens of women. Sorry. My <laughs> yeah, that's He's what I assaulted. thought you were talking about as women. But anyway, yeah. but so he only gets you know 12 games, 11 games, whatever. Um, and this guy's getting suspended for a whole season, and we don't even know the full details. Like they probably do, I'm assuming. But like, it's on the commission, isn't it's, it? No, this is the Celtics. The no, Celtics. but it's all. Oh, it's the team. That the team bans. is okay. like you're suspended for this oh, one entire year. Yeah, okay. the NBA. So it's not the NBA. The NBA is not. They're saving face by suspending him. But the question is, are they suspending him to hope that they can like, like somehow that this irons itself out and then he could be a coach the following season because they want to retain him or are they allowing this to give them time to see what the fuck happened you know what i'm saying because it seems if if they don't suspend him they look as an organization as if they condoned the behavior especially if they it came to their knowledge and they didn't do anything about it this is saving face right now but like imagine if you're a fan you got to be a little bit conflicted because you don't want to lose your nba championship run head coach but you can't have that as your coach. Morals matter. Fuck no, you can't. Have I'd that be as your so coach. sad as a Boston Celtics fan. You're just conflicted right? though, because do you like you want justice to be served to come to him if like what he did is true? But you gotta in the back of your mind, you gotta want like you low key gotta be like, I hope none of this is true because yeah. I want to retain my coach. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, I mean that's why you gotta wait for the facts before you before you judge. You know what I mean? It's ugly though. Yeah. I don't know if I've heard of a scandal since like the Clippers head coach that was like or not that was the owner but since, that's been like this significant with the I mean, NBA. We'll see what happened. If she was down the whole time, then it's going to blow over like it was nothing. But yeah, but, like if, if like, it really is harassment and like that's proven, then that's obviously not a but good. But I'm pretty sure that they have a clause in their contracts to um you can't have like affairs and or you can't have relations with coworkers. If I'm not mistaken, so like even if it they prove Which all, if they prove, I agree, but if they prove everything was consensual, then he might still be SOL. So, yeah, obviously I hope everything. Crazy, I just yeah, that's tough. It's crazy. Have you all ever hooked up with one of your coworkers before? Not while I no. worked with them, but gotcha. like afterwards, after I no longer worked with them. Ooh, up, do tell. No, I'm just kidding. I hooked up with two worker, two coworkers. Did not end well. So damn, both of them. Uh, yeah. Damn, that'll make mm. the the old watering jug kind of awkward. You know, they both left shortly shortly after. So, damn, you, know, you must have had that bomb, that bomb bomb. It lasted a while, but when it ended, 
Okay. I dig it, well, dude. Good for yeah, you. he had that bomb. I was just curious. He had that bomb pop. It. Damn it. I, <laughs> <laughs> he says, damn it. I'm sorry. That's no, all good. Fun times. Fun so times. About, so that's about like the gist of the NBA news. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was all the basketball news we have. Pretty um, much. Should we start talking about fi- what else do we have? That's, that's pretty much it, other than football, like fight yeah. news and then football, right? Should yeah. we do fight news first since there's not even very many fights this week? Yeah. Let's it. start with that. Now it's time to talk MMA. You're... Yeah, so let's talk MMA. I want to start with the Dana White Contender Series this week. Uh, let's talk about that 17-year-old phenom. Uh, we should probably label him a little sport champ. Yeah, I've, This motherfucker is the youngest UFC fighter in the world now. Ever. Uh, he's ever been signed to the UFC. 17 years old. Mm-hmm. This guy's 17. Um, let me get his name, too. Got to get, get co-signed by him. I know it's, uh, it's oh, you Ro- about this. Rojas, Ro- Ro- Rosas, right? Rosas? I think it's Rosas. I honestly... I wasn't um, watching the Contender Series. I got the notification that he got his, um, like he won his uh, contract. So then I went back and watched the fight. And yeah, like, I watched him it was live. A, for those who didn't watch it, this I don't. I'm not familiar with his name because he's so new. But he was 17. Raul Rosas Jr. This dude fought a 25 year old and just like bullied him. Yeah. Bullied him. It, he looked like his he older was, brother he was the whole huge. time. He was huge. He was one big for the division. Two. Big for a 17-year-old. This kid is the biggest 17-year-old that I've ever seen fight in the cage. Dude was huge. So he he fought. He was on the co-main, and he fought a one Mando Gutierrez. And uh, it was a unanimous decision win, 30-27, all through the boards. Beat the man's ass. What's his weight class? Uh, they fought at... They were little, like 135, they were 155. Oh, okay. To like 155, 135, 135. range. It uh, doesn't say. Bantamweight. Yep, 135. 135. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. So, he doesn't um, look like a 17-year-old in there. He looks like he's in his 20s. Doesn't. Let's go over these. So this is another Dana White contender series where everybody got a contract. Every winner got a contract. So let's go Damn. through these. We got Jafel Philho. Dude, he's doing it. Dude, And they were, I honestly warranted these fights were pretty good. They're also making fighter cuts we'll talk about after this. They are making fighter cuts. We'll go over the roster and who who's leaving, who's coming. Right now, we got four TKOs, one decision. The one decision, Raul Rosas in the co-main event against Mandu Gutierrez. Just talked about that. The first fight, though, we had a Jafel Filho taking on a Roy Burt Echivera. We had a TKO win at 3 minutes and 13 seconds of the third round. Um, right after that, we had Nurulo Aliyev taking out Josh Wick, who was from Denver. Um, t- took him out, TKO punches. First round, 4 minutes and 36 seconds. Couldn't get out of there. With uh, good old Narulo. Right after that, we had uh, old NFL player Austin Lane, his second chance in the Dana White Contender Series. Mm-hmm. Um, he lo- he actually got knocked out by one. Um, um, oh, fuck, who did he get knocked out? I was going to say Chris Barnett, but it wasn't him. It was uh, um, Greg Hardy. He fought Greg Hardy in the Dana White Contender Series. That was the last time he was in it, got knocked out. Um, but Austin Lane came back, took out one Richard Deco- Jacoby um, via TKO punches in the first round. Got himself signed to the UFC right after that, that Raul Rosas fight. And the main event was Bruno Ferreira versus Leon Alui. Or Lu- Aluio. Aluio? Yeah, one of those. <laughs> but yeah, Bruno got the win, TKO, one minute and 35 seconds of the first round. Um, I'll have you guys know every favorite one on the Dana White Contender Series. 
this week. We have one more week of Dana White Contender Series, and it is done. I'm sad. I, it's been a great season. Oh, yeah. It's been a great season. Dare we've, I say the signed, best? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I would agree. Season six, we're on week nine, or did week nine just passed, and I don't know. I can't say more. I love this show. I love the show. You could tell that it's Dana White's baby. He loves it. He, You can see that he loves it more than normal fight nights. Like, that's his shit. Like, he loves it. So... I agree with him, and I enjoyed it, and I'm going to be sad to watch it go. We're only going to get to talk about it one more time for a year, man. I hate that it's seasonal like that. I wish it was just continuing, but, I mean, you can't just keep signing people. Um, So, if I'm not mistaken, this the Contender Series is basically the the byproduct of what was originally a pretty popular YouTube series where it was um, Dana White. Looking for a fight, right? Yeah, him. Matt Sarah and Dean Thomas, and they would go and look for places. That's where they discovered Sean O'Malley, Sage Northcutt, a couple of other like heavy hitters that we know today that are pretty popular. Um, instead, um, he basically realizes how popular and what he offers. So instead of going and like seeing these other fights, he's basically in. I don't want to use this word because it's not necessarily a word. But he's like insourcing the product to where it gets to take place on a UFC banner with UFC branding. And all of his ESPN money. So I'm all for it. Um, I agree. I wish we could do this more often. But could you imagine how difficult this is? There's a reason we're getting to see some reoccurring appearances on this show. Is because, one, a lot of these fighters, like, if you suffer a TKO loss pretty fast, that doesn't, we don't know anything about you other than you got hit really hard once. You know what I'm saying? Secondly, um, it's probably a struggle to find a lot of talent for this that they feel comfortable having. Like, this 17-year-old was a total risk, and I, risk. I applaud them for taking that. Because, like, I would say that Bellator has kind of led them in those earlier gimmick fighters, like the Aaron Picos and stuff like that, that we've gotten to see, and they've really babied them. But now that the UFC is doing this, it's like, well, like this is such a good alternative to the Ultimate Fighter as well. Mm. How do you even commission a 17-year-old to fight a 25-year-old? you got to contact their parents to sign a Yeah, so their it. parents had to sign. You have to co-sign. Yep. For every fight. It's so crazy, man. Yeah, until he's 18. He's probably been doing this for a couple years. He has Ab- been. Absolutely. Yeah. He yeah. said his first fight was at 15, I think. What, what he said. Fuck? See, that's the- I think. I think. Yeah. No, I mean, I believe it, dude. I might be wrong. No, he's I'm all this for good it. at 17. Right? It's I'm crazy. all for it. But, like, if I was a parent, hypothetically, it's like, just for the, the rationale of your brain, like, I would want them to wait till they're, like, 21 or 2 yeah. before they yeah. started oh, competing. Yeah. But you train your ass off. Is but- he... At 17 years old, your brain still has like five years of development of sure. just expanding and like whatever. So that be, all that being considered, like I personally find that a little morally eh, but I don't hold that against anyone because he signed up for it. Yeah, I mean, you know, football, you're not going to have as bad as MMA, obviously. But like, you know, you could say the same thing for football. That's kind of my point. Mm. So, but um, was this guy a oh. grappler or is he, is he swinging? He was doing both. Yeah, he was doing both. Okay, I don't know he's what happened. And pounding, but Yoel is Yoel's barking he's, at the camera he's now. Chirping, he's like, I love you. Oh yeah, he definitely got the knockout from that. I don't see homie. I'll tell you in a sec. Sorry. Yeah. So watch that and tell us what happened. Pause. Cut me off at any time and let us know and show me the replay if they're showing the replay of the knockout. But let's go over some UFC roster changes real quick. First one foremost. First one and foremost. Featherweight and the goat. Biggest. Yeah. The biggest loss to the UFC that oh, we have to go over. Officially removed from the UFC roster, Jose Aldo. Um, Jose Aldo. So he has officially put in his retirement. Oh. And he's retiring. 
he recently just had a kid too he posted his kid's um, birth in the, the room and then the post says that he's retiring he's retiring oh. he he's, fulfilled his contract with the ufc bout yeah. wise if i'm not it's mistaken well, he yeah. said he retired a while back right you told that his last fight he said yeah. he was yeah he just didn't officially do it yet but now looking at the ufc roster watch on twitter shout out he has been officially removed from the roster did you UFC, hear which is sad to see he claims he wants to consider other like he's, he wants Avenues, to consider boxing, boxing. I, I mean see it. i get why a lot of people are doing this because it's novelty and it's less like wear and tear in your body you're training one thing whatever go get the bag but like me personally like Unless you're going to fight cans, I don't want you mm-hmm. to fight anybody but cans because I'm tired of seeing, like, the greatest that of, like, he, like, if you put him in a room, the same room as, like, like, John Jones, Demetrius, Mighty Mouse Johnson, George St. Pierre, in no order, and he just, the difference between them is he fought until he lost. Those other mm-hmm. fighters didn't fight till they lost, for the most part. Like, God dang it. Thank you, Jose, for all the great fights, man. Thank you. I mean, he reigned for so long. Greatest featherweight of all time. Greatest WEC champion ever. Like the the greatest product to come out of the WEC. Yeah, there's definitely. a lot of great product that came out of that. Like we got him, Donald Cerrone. You know what I'm saying? Dominic Cruz. But no one rivals that championship no one reigned, that he had. Like he yeah, oh, he reigned. That was his division until Connor. And until Connor did the 13 second magic, man. Did the 13, 13 second magic. 13 so what seconds. what happened? What happened with? They haven't shown it yet. These fucking assholes. Are you serious? They've They're just, just been fucking sh- around. Yeah, I'm just waiting and waiting and waiting. What if it was probably a bad knockout then? I doubt it. You don't think so? I don't know. Here, I'm gonna try and find it on Twitter. But let's keep going over these. So we also had an Alan Emadovsky taken out of the roster. Mason Jones taken out of the roster. Mickey Gall is taken out of the roster. No more Mickey Gall in the UFC. Um, also, if you guys didn't know who Mickey Gall was, first guy to fight CM Punk in the UFC, beat his ass. He got to the <clears throat> UFC because at his local circuit, he called out CM Punk <clears throat> once the, the news broke that Punk was going to fight. And he was like, a, he was very green at the time. I think he was, mm-hmm. only had like three fights, but he was yeah. basically signed for a novelty fight. And then he happened to be decent. <laughs> uh, Hunter Azur also taken out, but then we have Don, uh, Don Shanus added, Denise Gomez added, Daniel Zellhuber added. Uh, Joe Pfeiffer added, I mean, you guys, these are kind of older ads in here, but I did want to state that, yeah, Jose is officially taken out of the roster, which, you know, leaves me a little sad. The most recent changes, we had Jacqueline uh, Morim getting added, then we had Elizy Zaleski Dos Santos taken out of the um, roster. One thing that I wanted to mention before we got too far away from it, next Go week ahead. on the last episode of the season of the Contender Series is the, the return of Bo Nickel. Ooh, the last one. He's going to get a contract. Penn State wrestler. He was like um, the Big Ten or Big 12. Oh, I just found the finish on Twitter Don't say right it. Here. Don't say it. I'm about <gasps> to see it. Ooh. I'm going to see it. The sad thing is you looked it up faster than I could see it. You want to just watch it here, bro? I mean, he's... Mm, I'll get to it. Damn. Brutal. No, I'm telling you right now. Just watch it so we can talk about it. We ain't got time for this, Dave. The fact that they haven't replayed it is pissing me off. They're, they're not, they're, okay, they're going to play it right now when they we're better. talking about it. They better. Normally so, they go to the cam they're like, let's go look at your hand. Tell me when they're going to start showing it so we can just start talking about they're it. They're interviewing Manhoof because he said that this was his last bout. Oh, really? Well, I feel bad for him. <laughs> right? He did indeed. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm just going to start talking about it. He did indeed get fucked up pretty bad. Manhoof uh, getting some devastating ground and pound and uh, getting knocked out by Ura Romero. Brutal elbows, man. Dropping the... They haven't showed it yet still? Here, just watch this, please. I guess at this point. Oh, shit. Here, I'm bringing it back for you. Oh. 
So he devastating elbows on the ground. He was in the knocked UFC, him out. Right? So he, Yoel Romero was in the UFC. He uh, he got a lot of finish wins. Yeah, he was pretty good. He had signed with Bellator. He was struggling to make weight because they gave him like multiple title bout opportunities, and on two different occasions he didn't make weight for the bout. So it was like he wasn't eligible to win the belt when he fought Luke Rockhold. Knocked Luke Rock uh, Rockhold out. He didn't make weight. So Luke Rockhold would have won the middleweight belt that was vacant at the time. He didn't make weight. He couldn't win it. Happened to win the fight. And then he fought Robert Whitaker one of the two times they fought. Didn't make weight. Robert pulled it out in the five-round decision, but ultimately he he didn't make weight. He was ineligible for the belt. So the UFC took offense to a lot of that. They wanted him to move up from 185. I don't think his management wanted him to move up from 185 for competition reasons. He doesn't have to make weight at Bellator? No, (laughs) they made him fight at 205 in Bellator, but it's much more favorable matchups at 205 in Bellator. Way more. He he would fight killers at two hundred five in UFC, but let's go. Since we're talking about fights, let's go over these last UFC fights, huh? Go over uh, this Corey Sanhagen Song Yadong card. Pull up this prelims. I actually didn't get to watch most of them, but well, let's go over them anyways. Aspen Lad and Sarah McMahon were supposed to fight on this card. Didn't end up happening. The first fight on these prelims was Nicholas Moda taking on Cameron Van Camp. Moda knocking out Van Camp in the first round, 3 minutes, 49 seconds. Right after that, we had a bantamweight bout. Javid Basharat. Now, I told you guys to drop a bet on Basharat for inside the distance. Sorry, he actually got a decision win, a decisive decision win over Tony Gravely. Um, still got the win. Right after that, we had Jillian Robertson literally p- putting out Maria Agapova. Did you guys see that replay on the, on the chokeout? Of Jillian Robertson? Her, she spit her mouthpiece out. Oh, and, and yeah. And a, oh, they yeah. Were, Did you guys oh, see that shit? They sent it to me, yeah. It was a scramble. It was scramble. a scary... You can tell, like, Agapova's body, like, her reaction of her getting knocked out, like, the way her arms, like, moved and, like... Fucking tapped, dude. It was... It was... Oh, man. She was biting on her tongue. Raw. Like, she, was, she had no mouthpiece because it got spit out in like, a scramble. Oh, my God, dude. It was a brutal, a brutal chokeout. I really want to show Derek that one because he'll be like, oh, my God. <laughs> Derek's just going to be like, bitch, I do that every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> right after that fight, we had lightweight Trey Ogden beating Daniel Zellhuber, killing all of my parlays. I had Daniel Zellhuber. I put too many. Uh, I put the, Del, the Zellhuber egg in too many of my baskets. And uh, boy, did it break on me because Trey Ogden winning the decision win. And, uh, I mean, he Daniel really didn't have anything for him. He didn't look great. It didn't look like it was his night. I was very sad over it. Right after that, we had welterweight Trevin Giles winning a decision win over Luis Cosset. Sad that. didn't. That I, that's another fight I said that was not going to go to the decision. Guess what? Went to the decision. <laughs> Wasn't the best week for my bets because right after that, we had Damon Jackson knocking out Pat Sabatini for the feature prelim. Guess who had Pat Sabatini parlayed up with Corey Sandhagen? Yeah, boy. So oh, Damon yeah. Jackson knocking out Pat Sabatini in the first round, one minute and nine seconds. Um, what got it? What got it off is a front kick that right mm-hmm. that front kick right to the chin, Bro, dude. That's that's popular it's as of late. Popping, dude. It's popping. Chandler it did it, and everyone been doing it since. Another sad story is uh, Damon Jackson actually lost his brother days before the fight. Oh fuck! So I mean, he that man had another. Had another thing he was going fighting in that fight. Different he was demons. Fighting. It was it's something else. It was something else. They don't really know what happened. Um, apparently, there might have been a few medical conditions. Um, they don't know what happened though. They don't know why he died. So it was very. I mean, there's no there's no one that would have beat Damon Jackson on that night. Yeah, I'm just saying. God bless him. Yeah, God bless him. It's a sad loss, but 
He got the dub over one tough customer, Pat Sabatini. Pat Sabatini isn't no fucking pushover. So I parlayed it up with Corey. All right, moving on to this main card. I'm not going to go over the two canceled fights on it. Don't really care. Anthony Hernandez getting the submission win in the round three over Mark Andre Barrial. That was a good fight. Did you guys see that fight, either of you? Um, no. Yeah, that was it was a good fight. It was a really good fight. Uh, Anthony Hernandez looking like a dog up in there. I've seen him fight many a times. Right after that, we had a heavyweight bout. Tanner Bozer taking on Rodrigo Nascimento Fajera. And Nascimento Fajera took it to Tanner Bozer. It's another bout that I was like, that's not, there's no way it's going to the distance. Man, it did. Rodrigo did what he needed to do, got the win over Tanner Bozer. I think Tanner Bozer, that's two in a row losses on him. Right after that, we had Joe Pfeiffer doing what Joe Pfeiffer does best. That right now, it's that's Dana's cash cow right now because he got a, a knockout in the first round, three minutes and 55 seconds over Alan Amadovsky, who was just taken off the roster, I believe. I think. I don't know. I'm going to have to look again. <laughs> I, read it, I read it off on here. Yeah. But right after that, we had featherweight Andre Feely. Andre Touchy Feely getting the decision win over Bill Algeo. I had Bill Algeo money line on that bet. I, I lost all my bets, man, this week. It's all good, though, because right after that fight, we had a middleweight bout for the co-main event. Chidi Njukawani and Gregory Rodriguez. And that was a, let's just start yeah, about crazy. the craziness in that fight. The craziness. It was a crazy fight. If you guys haven't seen the fight yet, go back and watch it. Gregory Rodriguez, against all odds, came Robo back Cop. and did the fucking thing. This dude literally had... I Did I show you the cut? I don't think so. You didn't oh, see the cut? Yeah, yeah with yes. him with his artery. Yes. You can see his fucking artery. That was gross. And his right here? That was On his forehead. That was so gross. Yeah, it was crazy. It was the gnarliest cut that I've ever seen. Uh, it made Song Yudong's giant cut on his eyebrow look like nothing. Yeah. But that was a bad cut, too. <laughs> so, Corey Sanhagen getting the KOTKO against uh, Song Yudong so, right after round four. So um, They didn't let him go back. Talking about that one, uh, that one I wasn't paying the closest attention to because I want to say we were... That was last week when we filmed the 1,000 subscriber episode. That's what we, we were Shout doing. out we were, our 1,000 We were filming, so we didn't really get to... Yeah. But that being said, um, I watched a bunch of highlights of it, just like highlight moments and whatnot, and then... I watched a couple of podcasts, like the Weighing In podcast and Brandon Schaub's podcast, and um, everyone agreed that that fight was extremely even between Dong and um, Sanhagen. They even, um, the judges' scorecards came out saying that going to the fifth round, it was all tied. So the winner of that round was going to win the fight. Crazy. And then Corey Sanhagen just lands, if I'm not mistaken, it was a standing elbow from the clinch. And then they like it looked like someone turned their faucet on halfway, <laughs> and it was just happened to be homie's face in blood. And it was like it was right here. And since they were clinching, there was a lot of pressure. It looked gnarly in the pictures. Like his back looked like he had been juicing tomatoes or something. It was so bloody, and it was so instant that like justifiably so they had to stop the commotion. It was in a being over his eye. It compromised his vision. That wasn't a, a cut that looked like it was going to stop. Like, I don't think Vaseline was going to stop Dude's that. Dude's whole face is red. Like, And so, Corey Sanhagen wins the fight by TK, medical TKO. More power to him. More, yeah, I mean, he did it. He did the damn thing. He needed that win. Aurora's he needed finest. That win. Aurora's finest. Check out Corey Sanhagen in the goddamn 303. Okay. okay. Uh, did you see who he called out? Nuh-uh. Who'd he call out? Davalashvili. Oh, yes, I did Marab. hear about that. First of all... Why are you calling out Marab, dude? Because, I don't think that's well, a good matchup he for knows, you. He knows because of the complications of the people ahead Marab. of him. He, he like um, he can't necessarily call out the champ or anyone ahead of him. Marab, though? 
Well, Marab's not going to fight, um, uh, what's his name? He's not going to fight his boy, the champ. Yeah, so, right. because he's not fighting the champ, Marab is just the gatekeeper. And uh, Sanhagen San knows. Oh. And Sanhagen already lost to the champ. Sterling, Algermain. Aljo T, or like submitted him in like one minute, and like four. It was like less than a minute. It was like Crazy. 45 seconds. It was pretty embarrassing. Crazy. Let's move on, though. Let's move on from fights. We're kind of got a tight schedule. Um, oh, man, I love talking about fights. We could talk about this goddamn all day. It, we're lucky that we don't have a card this weekend <laughs> to be talking about it. There might even be, because you know how the UFC is all low-key with their random-ass Nah, cards. man, there ain't shit, man. I'm looking at it right now. Let me double-check, get a good a little refresh on this. No, we got Dern and Yon October 1st. Okay. Yep, little break, the first break in little, MMA. Little for break, like- it's kind of nice, man. It's kind of nice. Um, you know, gives us time for our pods to keep on rolling, keep on rolling. Let's get into this uh, football talk. Let's get into this football talk. I kind of want to go over all these games and scores first, and then we'll talk about it. So I'm just going to rail through these NFL scores real quick from last week. From last week, yeah. And we'll talk about the games from it. We'll talk about our fantasy picks, and then we'll talk about this week. Yeah. We got about All right. 30 minutes. Yep, going through them quick. Week two of the NFL, we had the Chargers losing to the Chiefs 27-24. We had the Patriots taking out the Steelers 17-14. Uh, thanks, Derek, for losing that leg of our parlay. <laughs> we had the Giants surprisingly beating out the Panthers 19-16. The Jets surprisingly beating out the Browns 31-30 to a comeback dude a last minute crazy. comeback we had the jaguars taking out the colts 24 to 0 colts look like shit look like shit I, what i said at the beginning of the season not looking good not looking good i'm real sad with my pick of jonathan taylor um <laughs> moving on the, the dolphins beat their another surprising defeat the dolphins beat the ravens dude. 42 to 38 what that, a game that game waddle crazy. waddle dropped 40 points for me it was fun tyreek hill almost had like 200 receiving yards he dropped like almost 40 points in fantasy I like, still lost. Tua, too. fucking, that was a wild ass game. Everyone Tua was crazy. Off. Everyone went off. The Buccaneers, Buccaneers taking out the Saints, twenty to ten. We've seen it coming, but I mean, Tom Brady didn't look the best. No, didn't yeah. look the best. He struggles against He's the getting, Saints. He was, yeah. They say that he struggles against the Saints for whatever reason. I put like twenty bucks on the on the Bucks. Nice. Yeah. So I was, I barely nice. pulled it out. Now I was gonna say you were probably <laughs> shitting bricks there for a little oh, bit. I'm like, dude, y'all come on, yeah. Figure it out, <laughs> Get dude, poor Winston, he's all fuck. Yeah. We had the Lions taking out the Commanders. Yo, good job, Lions. Right. I mean, good job. They finally deserved like they didn't. They didn't deserve the score they got last season. They did not. No. I feel bad. They were for better them. than what they were. So like. beating out the Commanders, 36-27. Right after that, we had the 49ers. Beating out the Seahawks twenty-seven to seven made it look easy. Trey Lance got injured. Jimmy Trey G's Lance now, now the quarterback. We'll Trey Lance out that. for the season. Yep. Yep. Oh man, what a loss! That's a big loss for well, the 49ers. Not a big loss for a fantasy team, though. If well, you ask me. we'll talk about it when because the last of the Broncos are going against this week. We'll get ah, more. Into we'll it. get more into that here in a sec. And then we had the Rams taking out the Falcons thirty-one to twenty-seven. The Cardinals taking out the Raiders twenty-nine to twenty-three. The Broncos getting the dub finally against the Texans sixteen to nine. It wasn't the prettiest game. I will say though, it was not losing Jerry Judy. Yeah, I literally put a five dollar uh, anytime touchdown on Jerry Judy right before he dude. He fucked up my parlay. I hit every single leg of the parlay other than Jerry Judy. Ah, that yes. was your only leg of your giant the parlay. Only leg. Giant parlay. How many legs? It was like seven or eight legs. I hit what was every... what was your odds? Uh, plus like twenty thousand. It was like plus four hundred. I plus did four hundred. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did not... basic ones, but I put twenty bucks on it because it was a free. 
no risk, no sweat, no no sweat. No, no, no sweat uh, but so I still I got twenty dollars just in free bets, I but like you. I still would have won like a hundred dollars. Oh, yeah, man. but it is what it is. Damn it, Judy, he fell on the ball, man. Yeah, he fucked his shit up. Well, yeah, how did he? What? Hard. What hurt? What did his he, shoulder? He, he got shoulder. hit hard. Yeah, yeah it's a shoulder. I see you. The Cowboys beating the Bengals twenty to seventeen. Cowboys needed that win. I will that was say. week one, I think. No, this is week two. Cowboys beating who? Cowboys beating the Bengals. Yeah, no, that was week two. Oh, I'm just forgive me. Um, Thanks, with a, Dave. With a backup quarterback, Cooper Rush. With, Cooper, with Rush. Cooper Rush. Yeah, dude, fucking crazy. No Dak, dude. No the Dak. The Bengals are looking like shit. They are. <laughs> and guess who has Joe Burrow? Yeah. So Shout out. Dave, yeah. Shout out. Yeah. God damn it. Fuck, He's been sacked dude. like 14 times. In the he has, season. dude. He has. But honestly, like he could be doing better. Or he could be doing better on fantasy points wise, but he could be doing a lot worse. On yeah, fantasy he's points. not. He's not doing he's not bad. Doing, he's middle of the pack. He's still a good quarterback. He's not going to lose you a game, probably, because I don't think you're really. I mean, if you have a quarterback that goes off and throws like five plus touchdowns, I still don't think that like puts you over twenty point differential. Yeah. yeah, I mean the Bengals defense allowing like thirty points to fucking Cowboys with a backup quarterback, like twenty points. Twenty points. Yeah. Okay. What? Yeah. <laughs> still not good and still you, not good you lost to the Steelers which their offense is trash yeah they're not looking hot zero and two Bengals yeah back to their old ways huh hope not I like Joe Burrow I like Joe Burrow I, too. I hope he does good he's on my fucking fantasy team he better do good <laughs> yeah <laughs> then the Packers beating out the Bears 27 to 10 the Bills destroying the t- de- destroying yep. the Titans 41 to 7 and the Eagles Taking out the Vikings, twenty four to seven. Yeah. So I called, Eagles fans are happy as fuck. I right. called Eagles as the my dark horse this year, and they're looking look, good. Jalen Hurts is top three quarterback in the I league know, for two he's weeks. So good, dude. He's so good. All yeah. right, let's let's talk. Um, we, we, do we have any NFL news? Well, let's talk about this last week, Dave. What did you think about the Chiefs? You haven't been here for two weeks. Yes, you haven't okay, been here for a little so bit, dude. How do, Speak how, your piece. You I got to talk a little bit of my shit. So we had a parlay before week one where I was just like, Mahomes over two and a half touchdowns. He gave you fucking five of them, okay? Okay. Yep. So against the Cardinals, and then he lost that I uh, did. leg for so us. So we got shout out the, the Browns. Country. So homie got us five <laughs> touchdowns. Um, right now I saw a chart that it was like the scoringest um, offenses in the league. We're the only two behind uh, the Bills themselves. And you guys mm-hmm. dropped forty week one, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. against the Cardinals, their defense. I don't think their defense is that good. I agree. Not this year. I agree, yeah. but. Pat Mahomes, just like everyone was curious about, like, how are we going to, like, what is life without Tyreek look like? And Mahomes, good. Mahomes <laughs> is just like, I mean, I'm I'm eating good. Like, we're still getting tutties. Like, See, so I kind of have a hot take on this. I think the Chiefs are killing it now, but I think once the league is going to adapt to what the Chiefs are doing, because this is a new offense. That, that's not brand new, but you, you're you used to Tyreek going down the field or Kelsey, and that was pretty much it. Yep. Mahomes is spreading it around. So you got to, as a defensive coordinator, they're trying to figure out, okay, what are the Chiefs doing different? And once they can figure that out, I think we'll start to see the Chiefs struggle for a little bit. And then hopefully they get it figured out. Well, not hopefully for the Broncos, but <laughs> they may get it figured out by the towards the end of the season. But mm-hmm. I think we're going to go through like a four-week stretch where the Chiefs are like struggling offensively. We'll see. It's possible, but the reason I was like very excited because we beat the Chargers, who I think is our only 
Like, I'm no disrespect to the Broncos, but I think the Chargers are the real threat to the AFC West crown this season. Well, that's definitely hate to the Broncos. I mean, we'll yeah, see well, the I mean, the we'll, we'll, but know. I mean, if I'm going to go off the sample size that I've seen, I will acknowledge yeah. that there's a lot of room for football improvement. That's that's for totally sure. implied. But if we're y'all are averaging like like 16 points a week, yeah, we're averaging <laughs> Mahomes on his oh, career. Great. Mahomes on his career averages 27 points a game. Now, granted, that's not Mahomes throwing 27 points worth of touchdowns, but his offense. And over four Andy con- offense. Yeah, and over four consecutive seasons, you got the, the key to beating us is either shut us down, which the Broncos have been. Their defense is really good at that. We beat you last year. No, you didn't. I wish. Yeah, we did. y'all haven't beat us in. We six- almost every single game is. We've been close so close. I know. With not good teams. That's fair, but like all yeah. I know is that I think that the Chargers are like. The team. Know you I think the Chiefs and the Chargers are the team to beat in the AFC West. I think the Raiders look down bad. Um, Broncos are looking better than the Raiders. They are. They are looking better than the Raiders, but I just, I don't trust your guys' coaching yet. Dude, and, well, yeah. And then Russ, I, I like, there's a lot of blame, like a collective opinion that I have. So like when they're like, okay, we got Russ, we're going to let Russ cook. That was his disgruntlement with the Seahawks and Pete Carroll. They wouldn't let him do what he wanted to do. Well, in week one, Russ, you have the authority to call timeout as you guys ultimately land on a 60-whatever-yard field goal attempt for game. Like, sure, I'm sure he's got Nathaniel Hackett in his ear telling him, like, what to do, and he's not going to disrespect the wishes of his coach. But the sentiment of less rut, or let Russ cook, where did that go? You know what I'm saying? We should have ran the ball more. Javante Williams is averaging, like, six yards a fucking carry, dude. Our so, coaching is fucking up right now. But it's not about letting Russ cook. We get into the red zone, and we can't score. We that's our problem. Fumble, fumble twice on the fucking Fumble twice, one and that's one game. Line. But the Texans game, we couldn't score in the red zone. We have couldn't. no problem getting to the red zone. It is executing in the red zone, and yeah. that's what's costing us. Yep. So we get that figured out. We're fucking gravy. We're yeah. fucking gravy. Our defense is going to play, be, play better because we're going to be up by more points. Mm-hmm. Bradley Chubb is looking like a beast. He is, He's getting dude. multiple sacks. Like he's, we make, have, he's making Vaughn proud. But with that being said, you talked about the coach. The coach is looking like shit. We had looking to, like shit. The fans literally would say the playcock so we wouldn't get a false start at home. Like, bro, like what the fuck is, what that, is about? that about? Like, the fans, dude, that shit was pissing me off. Fans shouldn't have to do that. And that ultimately... My dad went to that game. Yeah, Ooh, that's yeah. kind of on the quarterback bro like you need to know the playcock and if you are not getting it in advance and that's not on you but you need to improvise you got to do something like ultimately it comes down to the quarterback because you're on the field you can act the ball you can get everyone set up in time like we use shaking the rust off rust man all three of our timeouts before like four minutes left in the fourth quarter we didn't have any timeouts what the fuck like yeah no not not impressed not impressed either yeah but so we i still have faith i have faith too which is not all that being considered, though, like the Chiefs just beat the the other the only other team I'm nervous about going against in the postseason in our division. Bills. No, the the um, Chargers. Oh, in our division. Okay, yeah, okay. like we just beat them, and that was like everyone every year. You guys aren't scared of the Broncos. I'm intimidated by every professional. You don't think team. we're gonna split one one? Fuck no. You guys think you're gonna win both games? Yeah. He's okay. fucking. He's. He's I'll, I'll there, bet bro. you money right now that that's Oh, we having a fucking bet right now? I'll bet you 10 bucks. We 10 bucks. Split. Yeah? Shake it right here. This, oh, this I'm a witness. Binding. I'm a witness. This is binding. Here, nice. I'm the witness, so here. I'll shake, I'll shake for you, Winston. Okay. If we tie... You want me to, you want me to tickle his if hand? If we tie, that voids all this bullshit. You want me to tickle well, his hand? Well, if we tie whoever wins, someone, like, we can't tie both games. We're not going yeah, to. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I'll yeah. tickle his palm for you. Okay, okay. You got to tickle my palm, too, though. Yeah. We're spreading... Yeah, nice. Okay. 
But all right, we got it in. All all the all things considered, um, I think Mahomes hasn't lost a step without Tyreek. I think this offense is not as f- like firepower driven as Tyreek because how could it be? But like we we're deeper at wide receiver than we've ever been. I mean, with Mahomes for for sure. But you're not top end. You don't have that top end talent. That's facts. Do you agree that you guy like? Do you agree you deserve to win that game as a a chief? You think the Chiefs deserve to win that game? You don't think there was anything that went some went the Chiefs' way that didn't go the Chargers' way? Like you guys won by a little bit. We only we were we were up ten in the fourth quarter, and then homie got a garbage time touchdown, and then got uh, went for the onside. We were gonna win by ten. Okay, and we were I, <laughs> I, there was multiple like dropped game. interceptions by Mahomes. That's why I bring this up. And then there wasn't drop how many interceptions how many by dro- Herbert. How many dropped interceptions did uh, John Elway have? I how many like dro- how many two years old? How many dropped interceptions? Hold on, <laughs> hold on, like, hold on, hold mean? on. How many dropped interceptions did Peyton Manning have for the Broncos? I didn't, bro. I don't know. It just, exactly, just exactly. It because, happened last week. Exactly because mean? those are insignificant stats that no one fucking cares about, except for people who are haters of Mahomes. It was oh, it was he's also calling you a hater, dude. Peyton Manning. He's not a hater of Mahomes. I will give him credit. He's called Mahomes <laughs> being the best quarterback in the league for years running. Peyton Manning and John Elway were like. 20 fucking years ago, dude. Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning won Super Bowl like 50. Years old. Yeah, he was like 10 years ago when he was actually good. That nope. was, and he was an old Peyton Manning. The reason Peyton I'm Manning. asking that is because if you can't name these greats and their their drop pick ratios, you can't hold it against Mahomes. I don't have any stats to say. It doesn't matter. Anyway. It's an irrelevant <laughs> the, stat is what it is. It's not a stat. I'm just saying there was some dropped interceptions. You got a little defensive, didn't you? Yeah, yeah because a little defensive. Because a little defensive. Yeah. When, when Mahomes keeps winning and shattering everyone's expectations, they shift the goalposts. We're like, oh, my God, he almost got picked off six times last season. What about that? What I mean, do you got to say about that? He, like, he should have. They reversed a call and interception that should have been reversed in my The opinion, ball, but. like, legitimately, like. It doesn't matter. The point is, is <laughs> it that, doesn't matter. like the Chiefs are looking good right now, but they I don't are. think they're as good as a lot of people are hyping them up to be. They ain't beating We're the Bills right now. No, they ain't beating the, the Bills. Bills right now. The Bills shitting on everyone. They yeah, everyone the in the AFC right now. right now. Things will change. Things will change by the end of the season. We'll be like, yo, what happened to these people? And these people are killing right. it. Like it's two yeah. we're two weeks in. Yeah. I, let's not it's forget crazy to our, say. our very first pod. I called the Bills as Super Bowl favorites for the AFC. You oh, did yeah. over the Chiefs. Let's not forget and that. that's not yeah I did <laughs> he said let's not forget <laughs> I did but I'm not there's only like six NFL teams that are undefeated right now if I'm not mistaken the only two AFC um, representatives of that are the Chiefs and the Bills that shit doesn't matter dude it doesn't it's week two it's way yeah. too early like Cardinals are look, not looking good the Raiders definitely should have beat them like they choked they they fumbled the bag they fucked that they yeah, fumbled the bag like so. I don't think the Cardinals are that good. Chargers, I think, are good. Herbert got hurt. Um, and so That did happen. He got hurt. And so Broncos are struggling right now. We got the 49ers coming up this next week. Let's go ahead and get into that matchup. So I think you guys are in for a good game. Cause it should be a good game. I think Jimmy Garoppolo's ceiling with the Broncos, sorry, with the 49ers now is higher than um, Trey Lance's ceiling was now. That's so if Trey Lance was in the game right now, I feel like you guys would be. I would be more confident. I was sad when he was injured. I was like, dude, he's not going to be able to go against the Broncos. I was sad, legit. I was like, bro, I would rather go against Trey Lance exactly. than Jimmy G. Yeah, but same. All those things considered, I still think that like Trey Lance's floor is way higher than Jimmy G's floor. Not to say that Trey Lance can't stink up a game really bad, 
But the, Cow- the Chicago Bears game I watched and it was not. It was good. raining it was really bad. It was. It was raining. Justin bad. Fields was doing all right. True, but all all things considered, I think like you you've acknowledged. I think this is not what the Broncos want as far as him being the guy. And like as soon as Trey Lance got hurt, it was maybe thirty minutes after the game. I was seeing Twitter reports from like internal sources who are claiming that like the team is now as more optimistic with jimmy g at quarterback I be- dude which I'm they should be less optimistic of the broncos winning because jimmy yeah, g is going against the broncos because he's there so like you know the reverse effect like exactly and jimmy g gets like some disrespect i suppose like it's kind of common to say like oh like no one wanted him per se but like let's not forget that he he led that team to a super bowl and then the very next like couple seasons when he goes back to the postseason he beat an uh, MVP Aaron Rodgers-led team. Jimmy G yeah. did that. Yeah. I mean, obviously, a whole team did that. But Jimmy <clears throat> Jimmy G was the quarterback opposite of him. Yeah. Jimmy G's like a poor man's Kirk Cousins. Pretty yeah. much. Because, like, he's either going to go off and, like, win you the game or he's going to shit the bed and throw, like, a pick six and, like, two other interceptions. Mm-hmm. Like, Let's get into these other games of the week and then let's build our parlay. We got about 11 minutes left. So let's do that, get into this. I mean, first, you named it 49ers Broncos taking them on Sunday, 6.20 p.m. I just I hope the Broncos pull it out. Is it at Broncos or is it at? It is. In Powerfield or Levi Stadium? It's at Broncos. At Broncos, yep. Broncos are plus 108. So barely favorites. Barely. I mean, barely underdogs. You mean plus? Oh, yeah, barely underdogs. Damn. Now... Um, going into this game, regardless of what the final score is, if you guys score less than 21 points as a fan, how do you... Obviously, you get the win, all, nothing else matters. I mean, I think 49ers defense is decent. I mean, they... They used to be the best in the league. Yeah, they, they used to be really good, and I think they're still pretty decent. So, ultimately, it's all about how it looks. Like... The product. The Texans... Don't have a good defense, bro. Like they we don't. should have scored. We more should have scored that. way more. And than we that. were in the red zone. We like, were fucking. We keep shooting ourselves in the foot, though. That's exactly. the thing. Like, There's we things keep shooting ourselves in the foot. Things where it's like, okay, this is a good team. You know, we didn't score that many points. And then there's this is a bad team. We didn't score that many points. Like, so what do you do? Yeah. So I really hope the Broncos win. If we don't, I'm not gonna be like, oh, the season's over type shit. I'm gonna be pissed. But, yeah, I'm but, gonna be sad, but I'm not. If, if you guys like the reason I use the the question if you guys score twenty or less than twenty one points is because I feel like the measuring stick in the AFC West is you have to <clears throat> like going against other AFC West. Obviously, it doesn't matter what you average as long as you win your division. Like yeah. you can average way fewer points and win your games, but like it kind of shows. That's kind of like a metric that I look at games. Like what are their scoring averages? Like regardless of defense, and then how do you stack up against that? And if the Broncos are hovering below twenty one points for the third week in a row, it's gonna People are going to have a lot of questions. Maybe not a lot. I'm not trying to over um, amplify what could just be a team figuring it out, you know, which is yeah. clearly what's going on. Yeah. I don't think that, that you guys are, like, out of the playoffs if you don't score 21 points next week. I don't think that at all. But I think week one was a, a big shot to the ego at first because everyone had really high expectations, and then you lost to the assumed worst team in the league. No disrespect. And then you go up against the Texans, Two very favorable week one and two matchups, and you guys looked very mortal against yeah. the Texans. Yeah. But you guys deserved to win that game. There was nothing about that game that like led me to believe, like you were saying with the Chiefs scenario, like there wasn't like a close call, an unfavorable thing. I mean, we look we, like if we would have lost that game, I wouldn't have been surprised. Towards the end, we started to pull away, but it was not a good game at all. Yeah. It was Let's get into game. these other games, though. Let's get into these other games. We keep touching on the Broncos. It's okay. 
We got the Giants taking on the Cowboys. We got the Falcons taking on the Seahawks. The Packers taking on the Bucks. Jags versus Chargers. Rams versus Cardinals. Texans versus Bears. Your Chiefs taking on the Colts. Good matchup for you guys. We Great have the matchup. Eagles taking on the Commanders. Lions taking on the Vikings. The Ravens taking on the Patriots. The Saints taking on the Panthers. Raiders taking on the Titans. Bengals taking on the Jets. Bills taking on the Dolphins. And the Browns just beat the Steelers 29-17. to First game of week three. Yep. So those are the games lined up. Should we build our parlay? We got we got a few minutes left, man. Okay. We're, we're kind of cutting it a little close. All right. Well, um, games to look out for: Ravens versus in- New England. That should be a fire. That game. should be a fire game. Definitely. Okay. Um, yeah. If you don't want to build it, go what for kind it. of? I got my pick. You already have your pick. Yeah, I got. Okay. I got Rams over Cardinals minus one ninety four. That's okay. Let me pull this up. NFL. Are you on Fanduel? I'm on Fanduel. I'm probably going to load into Fanduel this uh, this time. Okay. I can do the parlay. The, I like Fanduel. I can oh. do the team parlay if you want. I like doing it too. I like doing it every week. Okay. With with you guys. Let me log in real quick. What do you think about Dave? Because mm. I know you don't have the odds in front of you, so if you um, need me to look, look some shit up. Yeah. Tell him to look up. And here, here's the games too. I mean, I'm probably just going to parlay up something with like the Chiefs. Yeah. So what do you? Oh, like about? a prop. Something like that. Um, oh man! Here, I'm just gonna get on DraftKings. This is making me do an authentication or whatever. All right. Well, what was your pick? Uh, Rams money line minus one ninety four. Minus one ninety four Rams money line against the Cardinals. The Cardinals got lucky last week. They looked like shit against the Chiefs. I picked up Rams at minus one eighty. Okay. All right, Rams. Um, hmm, who should I pick? Let's see. So what are you thinking about, Dave? Are you thinking about Mahomes passing yards or touchdowns? Um, hold on, I'm reading something real quick. Um, I don't know. I was thinking maybe passing yards, but yeah, I was thinking maybe like up like beyond 250 yards. But I'm considering changing mine because um, <laughs> if Justin Herbert does not play. Against the Jags, that could create a totally different outcome for that game because of the sure. ribs. Yeah, of course. So I'm considering betting on that, but it's like my bet. Would, yeah, my bet's predicated on him not playing. Yeah, I don't know if that's worth it. All right, so can you do a prop bet for like Mahomes, like like 250 or 300 yards? Do you have those odds? Um, yeah, you so you can do Mahomes alternate passing yards plus 250 minus 320. Okay, so that's like not that favorable it's pretty it's probably gonna happen his over under for yards is 288 and a half that's okay. over under okay so let's do the over on that so over okay hold on mm-hmm. hold on let okay. me open it up the chiefs what are you doing that's minus 114 okay I'm, I'm down with that okay so i was originally betting that mahomes was gonna get either 250 or 300 yards passing at least but i was curious what the odds were and based on what he told me the 288 being his expectation that i'll go over that so you're picking over 288? Yeah, whatever. You, you do plus 275 for minus 166. Whichever is clever. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Those are pretty much the same. Because right here, what are, you, what are you under on that? Because I'm, I'm under passing props, and I see an over Mahomes 290. alternate passing yards. Yeah, the over, yeah. So 290 and 288 are very similar. So just over. Just pick that. Over okay. 290. Mahomes. Damn, that's to, kind of a big. Mahomes to have it. an interception is plus 102. Yeah. You're a fucking hater. <laughs> 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 he 
Jesus, you're a fucking hater, dog. <laughs> next week, my part of the parlay, or like my next bet, will be like, um, Russ is gonna turn it over on downs. <laughs> oh, nice. So the the my leg, I'm going under passing props under the Buffalo Bills and Miami Dolphins game, and I'm picking Josh Allen to throw over one and a half pass TDs. One nice. and a half, that's conservative. Yeah, yeah. That's conservative, right? I could honestly go a little higher, huh? I would go, Should like, I go a little higher? Uh, two. I, honestly, minus, my, my, minus 200. That's not bad. That's not bad for a parlay. Yeah, that's, that's great that's for basically parlay. mine. So if we do all three of our picks, we're at a plus 336. That's pretty good. That's good. That's dude. a good three-leg. Like I think, Dave yeah, yeah. It's not his money, dude. He doesn't, he's not <laughs> spending any money. What pissed me off is when I picked up uh, I picked up Russ for, um, um, it was like a over one and a half mm. the first week. Yeah. And motherfucker missed it by toes. Yeah. Literally toes inbounds or toes out of bounds, like a fucking toe hair, bro. Yeah. Bill's offense is better to bet on than the Broncos. Definitely. So <laughs> I guarantee that my leg, the most likely to cash. Definitely. Think most so? likely to cash. Oh, yeah. Josh Allen over one, over two t- passing touchdowns. Yeah. I guess the Dolphins. Come on. Come on. I mean, they dropped, or Lamar Jackson tired that defense up. So like, so yeah, yeah, I can see it. So uh, if you guys didn't hear, our parlay um, is the LA Rams money line minus one eighty, uh, over two ninety or two eighty eight passing yards for Patty Mahomes against the Colts, and then Josh Allen to throw one and a half over one and a half pass touchdowns, and that parlay comes out to th- plus three thirty six. If you bet ten dollars, you get forty three sixty two back. If you bet five dollars, you get twenty one. So oh, yeah. check us out last week, man. We what? How many legs did we miss? Two. We missed two. We missed, we missed two, and it's uh, obviously the people that weren't here missed their legs. Well, I mean Derek's here, but um, but here, but here, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Steelers lost by a field goal, and then Browns lost in the last second by one point, or yeah, by one point against the fucking Jets. Joe Flacco third in the league in in passing yards. Our passing leaders is like Carson Wentz and Joe Flacco and somebody. I think Tua. Tua <laughs> is so random. Crazy. Tua's killing it. Not Mahomes. Not Joe Burrow. Not Herbert. Not Josh Allen. Like not Hurts. Yeah, those are our top three. Like wow. it's fucking crazy for crazy. passing yards. It's been crazy. The football's been crazy. It's yeah. been crazy, man. It's been wild. It has been crazy. Do we have anything else, guys? I think that's it. We did our parlay. Uh, we talked football. I do have one fantasy question before we go. I did want to kind of make this into a thing that we do here. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard you. You gave me the three-minute mark. Um, but I have one question for you for this question. If you guys have any questions on yours, too, feel free to ask. So I'm 0-2 in my league. Dave's 1-1. One one. I think Ricky, I, you're 1-1. I'm one in one. three leagues. And two of them, I'm 1-1, one and, one, and one is 0-2. Got you. Yeah. Yeah, so I let me go to my other team. Actually, it's on here. I Saturday. lost both weeks by a combined of five points. Yikes! Yep, pretty fucking sad, dude. <laughs> Yikes! You're right there, dude. So, uh, one question: Should I play Marcus Mariota against the Seattle Seahawks, projected at 17 points, or should I play Jared uh, Jared Goff? Uh, I thought about this myself. And so I'm playing Mariota. I'm playing Mariota too. I thought I, think I had to ask. The Lions are decent. They're they they're are. underdogs against the Vikings. I put money on them. Really? Yep. We're gonna have to go over bets. Yep. And then one another question: Kirk Cousins or Mariota? Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is playing Detroit. Mm, Atlanta know. is playing Seattle. Toss up. Toss up. I'm, I got Mariota on my team. Got you. That's all I wanted to ask. Do you guys have any questions on yours? I'm done. No. 
Good, good. Well, that's been an episode of Sport Champs. Guys, if you watched this all the way through, thank you guys so much. Do not forget to check out my new single, Lionheart. Uh, music video coming soon. I still got to talk to this guy. We've been so busy, man. Uh, but hopefully music video coming soon. Um, I mean, check out Street Champs show. Um, check out our interviews that we just did. Um, do not forget to hit me up for all the tickets for these upcoming shows. Our upcoming live show, October 29th. And then we have an upcoming show with Kirko Banks and Troy Good out here in Pueblo. Hit me up for tickets. 30 bucks. I'll deliver them to you. Um, yeah, that's been it, man. October 21st, October 29th, maybe November 3rd for these shows. Going to keep them rolling. Thank you guys for listening and uh, catch you guys later.